and the greatest. The day after Christmas in Canada, it's called Boxing Day. It's where they get gifts and they go shopping. Still don't get why they don't call it Unboxing Day. Hi, welcome to Judd and Earbuds, the only podcast that is dressed to the nines, but in LA4. My name is Judd, I'll be the host, and I'm with a fellow friend, a fellow comedian of mine. She wears glasses and a nice sweater every time I see her. Also, she has the curliest hair I know. I give it up for my friend, Dana Airman. Dana, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, and just so you know, if we're ever doing a comedy show where you're like, you know, anything you want me to say, that's it. That? What did I say? What did I say? Friday? I think I said uh, West Dallas native. Yeah, which also works, but you know, that kind of puts me with Drew Flaggy, so, you know. Uh, but also, Carly lives in West Dallas. She, yeah, she does now, and I don't, so it's kind of like a fun <laughs> little role reversal. When, when I did Carly's episode of the podcast, she had me sit in a park where there's a bunch of gravestones and also a baseball or a football field <laughs> right off, I don't want to say Lit National. Oh. I think I know. It was the most West Dallas, like everyone, there was a gazebo and people are just drinking, like I believe Four Locos in it. And I was yeah, like, this is yeah. West Dallas. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you got a taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you recording there? We recorded in the, well, it was during the, the, the pandemic. So we wanted to have be safe and outside. So mm-hmm. I, I put, set up some lawn chairs, like six feet away and, and everything. So. Well, um, if you ever, if this goes well and you want me on the pod again, Let's do it in the summer and let's do a similar setup. Okay. We can definitely do, we'll show me like the greatest West Dallas has to offer of, yeah. uh, of podcasting places. <laughs> yes. But we will talk about your comedic style. I would say is very unique and what made you want to be a comedian or like what made you want to pursue comedy? I really resonate with something that I heard like Tina Fey say once where she was just like, you know, you're young and socially you find out pretty quick, like what your currency is. Like, are you like beautiful or like, and it's like, oh, okay, that's not it. So like right away I was like, okay, funny is going to be the thing. I always felt like that was sort of the thing. And then I don't know, going into college is when I first started getting into stand up like watching it and it was an extracurricular club at my college so that's when I was like I'm gonna join and I'm gonna see how this works out so stand-up was a college club yeah yeah and so I where'd you go to school Carthage Carthage. very cool so does anyone that in that club do they still do stand-up I don't think so well actually he graduated right before I got there, but Steve Horton from Madison. Okay. I don't know if you know him. I'm, he I'm, I've seen him. And, and was in that club. But like I said, we missed each other. And no, otherwise, I don't think anyone still does it. That's crazy. And how long did it take you? Because you have a very unique voice, as I would say. Like, you know who you are on stage and you can portray that very well to the audience. Thank how long did that take you? Like, were you starting off? Because obviously, Every comedian starts off and they think, well, this is funny, so I'm going to try this. And then they find their voice through that, but it takes a while. Well, I got to say, like, if we're talking about being self-deprecating, like (laughs) making fun of myself, I would say that was there right away. Like what took more time was sort of like getting rid of some of the other stuff that wasn't working as well for me. Like, so making fun of myself was always like front and center 
but then I just sort of realized like I would always try to like add in some topical stuff and that doesn't work as well for me and you know things like that self-deprecating is a, a good way to put your style on but it also works so well for you and you also then put like almost even silly twists on things like I love your state fair joke which is like self-deprecating because you're a West Dallas girl and like oh state fair is you know what you know but then you can put a silly twist on it yeah um, so a fun way to divide things and, well and I think maybe like silly twists and and learning how to take jokes like a step further is something like very recent for me and like something that I feel like I'm still developing but yeah just like the self-deprecating and and people say that it's dry right and I think that's so funny like I don't know if you agree you know but I think that's so funny because in my mind I'm like emoting more than I've ever emoted and I think I was just like wild up there and then someone's like that was very dry and I'm just like we had different experiences but I also think it's it's your actual voice though I think that has a key to it because you don't you don't get very loud you know you 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 come as soon as you talk in the mic that's as loud as you're gonna get during the set I feel unless unless you're singing Love Shack that's about as 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 loud as you will get, and that's why it also could be portrayed as as dry. But it's very like, boom! Like this is going to be the joke. Set them up, knock them down. Like it's it's very well done. I think though. Thank you, and yeah, looking at it from a volume perspective, and yeah, that's I've got to ponder that. Yeah. Also, you the greatest hair in the world. So. This is true. And, and I know Alex Tepler, she doesn't listen to this. And she definitely uh, said that after a don't tell show that she wanted to cut your hair, that I should reach out to you. Then when yeah. I told her to reach out to her, like you exactly. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll see if I can get time and yet to reach out to. Right. Correct. So, Alex, this is this is right now. You need to reach out to Dana. She wants you to cut her hair. So, yeah, I'm, this I'm is so funny. First of all, you said she doesn't listen to this. Why? Who wants to listen to me for 30, 40 minutes? It's like, they'll like it. They'll be like, oh, good job. But like, I, could, I don't even want to listen to me for 40 minutes. Well, I mean, I understand that impulse. Like, I don't want to listen to myself either. But okay, you want to know something that's going to blow your mind? Yes. I think, I'm not sure, but I think I have a haircut with her on Thursday. Wow. Because she did not reach out to me, but... I took it upon myself to try to book an appointment with her. It's with someone named Alex at the salon that she works at. You're going to have to let me know. Yeah. She's a big fan. So that would be great. Also, do you ever, we'll switch gears. Do you ever get let like people come after the show and ask you if it's like a wig? Because it's sometimes very curly. It's not as curly tonight, but like sometimes when you go out, I, I, I see it and I'm like, man, that's, it almost feels like, as curly as it is, like that's the curliest hair I know. No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's ever asked if it's a wig. That's so funny because I know someone, you know her too, who has been asked if she wears a wig. Because after shows, you get asked uh, the weirdest stuff. Absolutely. And I, I wish I remembered more of the context of this, but someone asked Amy Westrup uh, <laughs> if she was wearing a wig. And I don't know, that tickles me. But no, I have gotten a person who loved the ugly sweater I was wearing so much 
that she wanted to have it. And she was wearing a sweater and we ended up switching sweaters. <laughs> and I'm even wearing the one that I got. In uh, so that's probably the weirdest thing that's happened. That's like at the end of a game where the, where the athletes switch jerseys. <laughs> that's what that is. That's like you and an audience member were like, all right, we did it. We made yep. it this far. That's yeah. Oh, man. The comedy version. Yeah. But no, the, the hair, nobody's asked about a wig. Well, I'm glad I'm the first one. <laughs> and let me just dispel that. It is very real. All natural. Um, also, I have a thing to ask you. I, I see you're posting about it on Instagram a lot. Are you sponsored by pizza? I, I was by Palermo specifically, a great local pizza company. But yeah, technically it's over. Can yeah, you, should I keep going? Yes, explain this all to me. I'm amazed. So it was for 2021 and Palermo's just if I didn't already mention, I'm paid to just sit on social media all day. And so I saw that Palermo's posted asking for brand ambassadors. Like you could just apply. And I just like played the comedian card. Like, huh, people follow me because I'm a comedian. And so they chose me and some other people to just send pizzas to. In return, they just wanted you to post about them. And so that's that's what I've done. That's amazing. Why have I not known about this? We could have just thrown out fake commercials on Judd and your butts, you know? Oh my God. This is, I this didn't is, even consider that. This is a true thing that happened. I used to do my first, my first few episodes. This was back in like 2015, 20, okay. 2016. My first few episodes, I did a fake commercial for the Salty Toad, which is a bar in Waukesha. Okay. And I kept doing it with like salty toad, go there when you're drunk. And that was, only, it was like, what you, like stupid things. And I would yeah. like fake, like I stopped the podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about the drop. We have to have some, our sponsors. And it was just yeah, like yeah. stupid stuff like that. To the point where somebody reached out to salty toad and be like, hey, Jordan, you're about to drop a new episode. Love salty toad. And they messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, do you ever want to record at salty toad? Oh, and I was like, yes, let's do it. And they're like, okay, well, when do you want it? And I was like, I don't know, tomorrow? And they're like, sure. I went there. It's just darts league and me in the corner. Yeah. And no one obviously knows I'm going to be there. No one cares that I'm going to be there. They're there for darts. <laughs> yeah. And then you see a man with earphones and a microphone. And it's not going through the speakers. It's going through mine. So it's just me talking. <laughs> Oh, and sweet. Uh, I just have to clarify. So they wanted you to do that as like a live thing, though. Like the idea was for people there to be listening to you at the yes, time. but they didn't know that I have my own microphone. Like they thought that I was gonna have a microphone that's gonna be hooked up to their speakers, but I couldn't hook it up because I had to have it like in my box. So basically, yeah. it was just me in the corner talking. It was it was pretty funny. <laughs> Man, so, See, I thought that was going to go a different way. I thought because they were fake commercials that the Salty Toad was going to reach out to you and be like, cease and desist, buddy. Like, <laughs> you got to stop. So I'm glad I, it was the other way. Yeah, I, that'd be very funny. But also, that, that's so cool. So are you going to try to be, uh, you're an influencer, pretty much, is what you are. I should have started that. She's an influencer, Dan Ehrman. I mean, Judd, at the beginning of 2021, last year, like right around this time, is when I got accepted to be a brand ambassador for Palermo's. And I got vaccinated around this time, which if you remember, was like a lot earlier than most people did. Mm -hmm. 
It's because I work tangentially in healthcare. I literally started my profile back up on Hinge because I was like, if I call myself a vaccinated pizza influencer, like that's just gotta bring in the matches and the messages. And like, that's why I set it up again. And I mean, not probably not any more than normal. Like I got <laughs> matches, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. You um, tell me a, pe- a vaccinated pizza influencer is not going to get a bunch of matches. You know, they're crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, I would have swiped. I would have swiped. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Now, also, you do talk about this is you used to work for Kohl's. Yeah, yeah, I did. And you always talk about Kohl's cash. And I have so many questions about Kohl's cash. I'll try to answer them. Is it fake? Like, is it real? Well, what do you mean by like How fake? do they get to send you money for their clothes? How do they make money? Because it's sort of like any coupon, right? Like, first of all, you don't get Kohl's cash until you've spent $50. Okay. So already you've spent 50 and they've given you 10 And it's sort of like any coupon, right? Like, I suppose if there was something you already knew you were going to get either way, then the Kohl's cash is really nice. But otherwise, it just makes you spend more than you're gonna. And so I think that's really how it how it helps. Yeah, I I just always think like, oh, yeah, I have have a friend. She she has kids and stuff. She's the person that always has Kohl's cash. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was like, I messenger, I was like, hey, can I have some Kohl's cash? And she's like, yeah, for sure, here's some. And I go there, and every single item I have is not available on the Kohl's. Like, it's like excluded this item. And I was like, that's like the one item I needed. So that, it's- See, I, stores like that are sort of like on the decline. Mm-hmm. I feel like just when I stopped working there, they started to like pull the reins in a little. Like, you used to be able to use any expired Kohl's cash if you would just like ask the cashier like hey can you still use it like now they won't do it yeah. i feel like you used to be able to use it on everything now you can't like it's, Kohl's it's getting stricter yeah you have to because i used to have shop online with the what's called like the honey app i don't know if you get you know what that is basically i know what it is yeah like a it's what you put in your shopping cart and then it, it, this app takes every single discount that they can find online and they put put it right in the shop. You don't have to do any of that. Okay. So it gives you any discount that's happened. And it used to get me stuff so cheap, but as soon as like realtors or like stores got onto it, it's like, Nope, you can't do it anymore. And then I saw an ad for it online. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's done. There's no way that they're going to allow them me to get my, like, I think I'm, I remember I got like a Hanes white t-shirts for like $3. And I'm like, Oh, nice. Like, that's a nice deal. Because Absolutely. usually they're like 12. So like, yeah, but I, I, there's no way I can do it ever again. Yeah, they shut that down Mm-mm. pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, they gone quick. Oh, what, that's oh. like, do you remember, I'm sorry, do you remember Movie Pass? Movie Pass. Is that how they said it in ads? Well, that, was the old, that was the old movie voice. So, wait, you, old you, movie phone. Yeah, do you ever call in and be like, do you remember this? You used to call into like the, the theater and that they would just play, they would just tell you what the movies are. Those are like before... You just like dial up and just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Am I the oldest person you've ever talked to? (laughs) (laughs) No, I told you I know Amy Westra. I know know Ryan Mason. Um, That's right. Uh, You used to to call in and then you just call the cinema and then that you would have to sit there and they would be like, now playing The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser. 
And then they would go in like archaeologist is trying to uncover a mystery and then he come uncovers so much more. And then and the, and, the voice was really into it. Like, really yeah. And then it was like playing showing times 2 p.m. 7 p.m. Oh, my God. Like, so then you would have to sit there because if you wanted a movie that was like at the end, you had to sit like through all Lantern? of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was wild. That was that was the best. I don't know. My friends and family must have done that for me. <laughs> well, they, I, I think I, they also had it in like the newspaper. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Thank you. They had it. They had it in the newspaper too. But I was a, Remember was a oh. newspapers man. The nostalgia tour we're doing, but Movie Pass. Remember, it's like the same thing you're talking about, like with Honey App, where it's like it was this great thing where you really got your money's worth, and then when people caught on, it was like, oh, it's dead. Because Movie <laughs> Pass was like you paid nine ninety nine a month. And you could see as many movies as you want. There's no way they're going to let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have to buy an $18 tub of popcorn. Right. But it worked for like a month. (laughs) Like that month, I saw so many movies. What's the last movie you've seen in the theater? I think House of Gucci. Really? Yeah. That's That was actually sooner than I thought. How was it? It was good. It was good. It was like self-aware. It was like a little campy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been in the theater. So last movie I saw in the theater was Knives Out. Okay, so yeah, we're talking like 2019 right the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I really miss it. I love the movies. There's just nothing that I don't that I like want to see that much because I'm not spoil it. I'm not a big nerd. I don't like to. I don't get how Marvel works. Don't understand it. Oh no, I I don't like Marvel. Yeah, no. like I, I don't understand. So like all, those are like the big blockbusters that, that people go see. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't care I don't if there's seven Spider-Mans. Like as if Marvel wasn't everywhere now, that's like every new TV series out too. And it's just like, have have we not had enough? Well, it's it's now that every, there's so much streaming stuff that you can just stay home and watch uh, an action flick if you really want to, you know? That's true. That's and so many true. things, like, you just wait, what, a couple months and it'll be on the streaming service? If that, sometimes now, like, same day that it's released yeah. in theaters, it's it's at home, yeah. Yeah, but it's good. I, I do have a game I want to play. So we were talking about the olden times, and what I love about the olden times, and actually I grew up up north, so I, most of these sayings are like still kind of like embedded into life. Yeah. My grandma used to always say a bunch of like old timey sayings. I'm like, that doesn't make sense, and I don't know what that means, but she would say it. And these are all real sayings I'm going to say, and basically I'm going to tell you what the saying is, and then you're going to have to say why that was an actual saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's tough. I feel like it, it, some of them will be tough, but some of them are, are pretty, pretty obvious. Like this one is cats got your tongue. Cats got your tongue. I mean, so that's, you know, when you're not speaking, but I don't know why. Is this supposed to be one of the obvious ones? Well, this was this, so this one is would make sense why it is. But apparently back in the olden days, if you lied, they would cut your tongue out. And, and then stray cats would come and grab the tongue. So what you're saying is if you lied, you died. Well, I don't think you I think you live without a tongue, right? Well, I'm just thinking about like the blood. I think you can live without a tongue. I think so. Okay. I th- I mean, it would have to stop bleeding at some point. <laughs> yeah, when there's no more. 
Um, <laughs> he but, he died from getting his tongue cut out. Yeah, a little harsh, maybe for a little lie. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that's that's where cats got your tongue is supposedly from. All this is allegedly. I got it from a website. Who knows if any of this is true on the internet? So you're right. You're right. Hit me with another one. All right. The word scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. What's the scuttlebutt? I can I can use it in a sentence. What's the scuttlebutt? I feel like that one. I feel like there's not a reason, and someone was just like, "What's something that has a syllable that rhymes with butt?" <laughs> and it's kind of fun to say. Scuttlebutt. That's I- great word. Also, it's used for gossip. Or anything around the water cooler at work. Okay. Because back in the olden days, where the, the water would come up and they would uh, boil it, was called the scuttlebutt. And that's where everyone would hang out to drink the water and but, gossip. It, that, that's supposedly... So, but we don't know like why that... We oh, don't sorry, know. Judd. I, we, I talked over to you because I had a little glitch. But we So we don't know why that word is the word, though? We do not. We will never know why. Crazy. This one's one of my favorite ones. Here's another one. Uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, I feel like this probably originated like back in those olden times where they literally just like disposed of like the bathwater and like sewage just like right out the window. <laughs> yeah. And like, obviously you you didn't want to throw the baby out too. And yeah, so- you're 100% correct. But they would shower from oldest to youngest. And you don't shower. You just had, you were just sitting in a tub and they would pour water out with you. <laughs> so the baby got the dirtiest. Correct. Water. Correct. Yeah, maybe like do that the opposite way. Don't you think? Also check, check your water before you throw it out. Double. Yeah. Double check. Maybe triple. I love how they say like, you know, like when you see a sign, it says like, don't put your hand on this electric fence. You know, someone put their hand on that electric yeah. fence. Yeah. That means someone definitely threw the baby out. Right? <laughs> Damn. Like, I hope they got a vision test. Just, or yeah. Kevin home alone style. Like just Something's going on there. <laughs> hey, where's okay. that baby? We used to have one, right? Mind your own beeswax. Mind your own beeswax. I mean, that means mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Why is business beeswax? I mean, that's what I don't know. So beeswax used to be put on people's face. So if they had like pop marks, they would put beeswax on them. Okay. And back when like smallpox was around, they would have those pop marks on the face and they would put beeswax in them to fill them. And then that's what they would tell their kids, mind your own beeswax. <laughs> yeah, not not Johnny down the street. Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah okay. there's wild ones this one is worth an arm and a leg i mean so that is worth a ton mm-hmm. worth an arm and a leg well the only thing i can think is just like in the olden times like people worked like manual labor and so like your limbs were like your livelihood Ooh, you're you're close you're so close Ooh. it's because painters used to charge more if there's arms and legs in the paintings. Huh. Mm-hmm. I wasn't close at all. You were close. You had, you. Uh, I mean, manual labor, if they, <laughs> they used to make that. Yeah. So they would charge more for paintings with arms and legs. Because they were harder to do or like. I think, you ever draw a hand? That's, those things are hard. Oh, I have no skills in that way. So yeah, I get that they're hard. <laughs> Drawing hands are like, the, you'll see like. Always funny to see. I went to Washington D.C. this like not too long ago. 
and I went to like the museum, the National Art Gallery of Art, yeah. and some of the paintings they don't have like faces on the people, like, like, and my first thought is, oh, he's just not good at drawing painting faces. He's just not good at it. So he's right? like, like, yeah, he just stuck to what he was good at. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. How'd you like DC, by the way? Loved it. A lot of walking. A lot more walking than I than I thought it would be. But super cool to see like the museums and the monuments and stuff. It was yeah. fun. And uh, also had some great, great food. Um, That's the thing is like, I loved getting to see the monuments and the museums and stuff, but I didn't know if there would be like anything like beyond that. And like, I thought it was cool, like just as a city. Did you go to the wharf? No, no. Yeah. So that's what we, I, I went to the wharf the last night kind of and it it looked pretty cool i mean it's dark out but we we went to dinner and and it, it, it's a it's a bigger city than i thought it would be oh yeah yeah super cool also do you want to hear the the dumbest thing i've ever done yes so i flew into dulles airport in washington dc yeah on on a monday and i got the bags and went to the where we're staying and all of a sudden it's Thursday and we have to go back to the airport and, you know, fly and everything. So yeah. I bought a round trip to United. So uh, Uber to Dulles airport in the morning, type in my code to get on the plane. And the lady behind the counter is like, oh, we don't got your plane. I was like, oh. like, what do you mean you don't got my plane? And I <laughs> look up and think it says Washington DC. And then in parentheses, DCA. Now um, DCA is the initials for Ronald Reagan's airport. That is what I was afraid you were going to say. I saw it as DCA Dulles something airport. I didn't know what the C stand for. Why wouldn't you? Like yeah. so many airport codes like don't Would, line up. Yeah. Wouldn't Ronald Reagan's airport be RRA? You would think, and that's what's messed up is some of them do make sense. Like LaGuardia, LGA, like, you know, but Milwaukee's. then some of them don't. MKE. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was what. So then I had to Uber to Ronald Reagan, which I, I was closer to that one staying wise than I was the other one. So I had a uh, hundred dollars in Ubers that morning. Oh, shit. Thank, thankfully the, the Ronald Reagan is a very small airport. And no one was there. So got okay. right through. So, but yeah, that was pretty. Yikes. At yeah, least I, it worked out. It'd be a much dumber story if it didn't. Yeah, true. And now I, I, I'm the kind of guy who gets to the airport. I do it an hour and 30 minutes because I give myself 30 minutes to sit in the Starbucks line because I'm a basic bitch. Oh, hey, at least you're self-aware. I know. And my white chocolate milkers need to get me on that flight, you know? Absolutely. We all have those little airport treats that we know cost too much, but oh, we get I think mine cost $12, but it was worth every penny. I'm, I'm a spar i don't know how to say it sabaro i'm Sbarro? a sabaro bitch yeah, yeah give me a slice of pizza that costs 12 dollars. to this day when when michael scott from the office goes to new york and he's like gotta get a slice of new york style pizza and just points at sabaros <laughs> 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 pretty much it makes me laugh every time i love that yeah <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast dana do you have any shows you want to promote anything coming up that you want to get on there I got to be honest with you, Jed, no, because mm -hmm. I have a couple on the docket, but with Omicron, like, you know, yeah, 
who knows what's going to happen. That's that's my fear. You know, you never promote, promote a show and then the next day you have to be like, well, just kidding. I was kidding yeah. about that. But yeah. So if you want to go see Dana, she will probably post on it. It's at Dana Airman on Facebook. And then Dana Airman. Instagram and Twitter are at E-H-R underscore H-E-A-D airhead. OK, and you can go for there. She'll have her posts if, if the shows are happening on there. But yeah, thank you for being on. Thanks for having me. Super fun. No problem. Well, thank you to all the Jedi warriors that made it this far. Uh, I appreciate you. And if you want to see me do comedy, go visit juddreminger.com. Also want to give a shout out to the Journal Sentinel that just did a thing about Don't Tell. Thank you, Hannah, for that great article that she did. And uh, yeah, if you want to see Don't Tell, it's a cool show. We have a lot of things coming up in 2022. Hopefully everything goes well and we can all, everything can happen. So thank you very much, Dana. And uh, thank you guys for listening. See you. I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Hey, Christian Yelich, what's your favorite comedy podcast? Um, I mean, I listen generally to sports podcasts, but if I had to go strictly comedy, I'd go Judd and your earbuds.